Hello, everybody. Welcome to Blurred's Eye View. Thank you for tuning in. I am your host, Chris Fury. Thank you for tuning in, Blurred's Eye View, Ohio's nerd threesome you'd actually like. And if you're watching us right now, don't forget to subscribe to us on Twitch and on YouTube. Hit that notification bell and get the latest in geek news. And you can also listen to us anywhere you listen to your podcast, including iHeartRadio. Once again, thank you for tuning in. We have something special for you. So here we go. Check this out. The Contractor. Starring Chris Pine is now in theaters and available on digital and on demand when a discharged elite special forces sergeant by Chris Pine is desperate to provide for his family. He contracts with a private military force and unravels a deep conspiracy, sending him on the run for his life. Buy or rent the contractor and watch it today. Rated R from partners at Paramount Pictures. If you would like to win a free digital code of the contractor, just type in hashtag the truth to win your free digital code and we'll get that sent right off to you on the all new screen movie on 4k ultra hd and blu-ray starring nev campbell david arquette and courtney cox scream is certified fresh on rotten tomatoes own it today and get killer bonus content including interviews with the cast deleted scenes and much more directed by matt bettinelli open and tyler gillette rated r from paramount pictures how can you get your free code, or better yet, how can you get your free physical Blu-ray copy of Scream? Well, just type in Hello, Sydney. For the next time in this show, you can type in Hello, Sydney for the show. You don't have to say it that way. <laughs> uh, just type in Hello, Sydney during the show, and you can get your free Blu-ray copy sent out to you. Thank you to our partners at Paramount Pictures. And last and finally, you can bring home Jackass Forever today on digital. Johnny Knoxville and the gang are back with new friends and celebrity guest stars for the most hilarious, outrageous pranks and dangerous stunts ever. Grab your friends and get ready to laugh until it hurts. Don't miss a moment of the action. Keep the good times rolling with bonus never-before-seen stunts, including buy on digital, rated R from our partners at Paramount Pictures. How can you get your free digital code here from us? Free on the house? We'll type in the hashtag #WeMan <laughs> to win your free digital code. And thank you once again from our partners at Paramount Pictures for Jackass Forever, The Contractor, and the physical copy of Screen on 4K Blu-ray. Thank you once again. And with our new with our new guest, Tyler Lutz, martial artist, science teacher. And a massive Power Rangers fan. We want to thank him for coming on. But first. Uh, in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. Flying high, I emerge through the flames. Have no fear, I'm here to so stand back. Melanin activate the name of Super Black. In the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. Flying high, I emerge through the flames. Have no fear, I'm here, so stand back. Melanin activate the name is super black. Uh, imagine that, a future that's super black. Long as your skin brown, your superpowers intact. What would your powers be? Just hope it ain't super whack. Spatial manipulation, create a portal that's black. Maybe just super speed, time travel to run it back. Or cheat manipulation to keep my spirit intact. As I encounter evils the world face, demons the world makes. I'm needed, the world is safe. 
Rest in peace to Chadwick, they killed all the Black Panthers. Told us white lies, I still marvel at black answers. Suits in DC, pray it lead to a civil war. It ain't no Justice League, what's the need to be civil for? Propelled like a juggernaut, it's clear ain't no stopping this. The world in grave danger, who can stop the apocalypse? They killed all the heroes, the new ones don't really care. But if you need me, put your fist up in the air. Yeah, in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. Flying high, I emerge through the flames. Have no fear, I'm here, so stand back. Melanin activate the name is Super Black. In the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. Flying high, I emerge through the flames. Have no fear, I'm here, so stand back. Melanin activate the name is Super Black. Hey, everybody, I'm back. Guess what? Guess who else is here with me? It's Candy B. Hi. What's going on? <laughs> what is going on? Hello. Hi. Heidi Ho. Hey, you know what I'm saying? I'm here. I'm alive. Like you, you know, she's back from Atlanta after being on a It was so great. My <laughs> sister owns a restaurant in Atlanta. I am forever talking about it. Um, posting about little peach cobbler. So if you are in the Atlanta area, you need to go check it out because the food is bomb. Everybody in the family can cook, but she's the best cook. So it was a really great trip. I didn't want to come back solely because of the food, to be honest. I'm like, damn. Ugh, Cleveland ain't doing it like uh, that. Look, I swear to God, every time you put up a picture or a video, and I'm like, why is she doing this? And then she has the nerve. Wait a minute, everybody. She has the nerve to concoct her own dish. While she was down there, that's what you that's Grits, that's how you're supposed to do it shrimp and dooley sausage and collard greens. It was definitely scrimp because once you pass like the Mason Dixon line, it's scrimp. So I had scrimp I don't with, <laughs> with the Solomon because you got to say it with the L so people know that it's like really good. But no, it was oh, it was Simone. a good time. It's not Simone, not Simone, Sal, Simone? Solomon oh. and scrimp. Okay. And grits. Uh no. <laughs> but it was a, it was a good time. So I'm happy to be back safe and everything, but I definitely enjoy myself. Definitely enjoy myself. Mm. Well, I don't want to keep our guests waiting because uh he's a very dope individual. He's coming to Texas. He's a science a middle school science teacher. He's a martial artist. He's a massive Power Rangers fan. And the things that he's doing with all of those gifts and how he's teaching the next generation is dope. This is Tyler Lewis. Thank you for coming on. Thank you guys. Thank you guys for having me. Appreciate it. So it is really dope. It, you know what? Tell people, you know what? I would normally read this stuff, but tell the people what it is that what it is you're about, what it is that you do. Yeah, so I guess the the short version of the long story is my motto in life <laughs> is just work hard and be kind to people work hard and be nice. That's, that's what it is. I mean, I, I tell my friends that I tell my family that uh, I tell my students that in the dojo, in the classroom, uh, that's, that's really what it's about. Work hard and be nice. I, you know, yeah, I just, um, we're not worthy already. <laughs> I feel like I'm missing this interview. I feel like I need to leave. <laughs> oh my Jesus. So, you know, there's, there's a lot that you've done. Um, but before we get into what you what you've done, let's get into to some of the the, the blurred news.
So I love how intense that was. <laughs> Wildly intense for no reason. <laughs> Jeez. So E3 has been canceled again this year. Um, they've canceled their, their, their physical uh, convention as well as digital. And, you know, one of the reasons for canceling the physical is because obviously they're still worried about uh, COVID concerns and everything else in the pandemic and everything. So with that being said, uh, it's kind of hard to wonder, like they said they have something better coming for next year, but I don't know. Do you think it's a little too late? I don't know. People are acting weird because they're going in and out of like caring. Like take take these music festivals, for instance. I've noticed ones that maybe aren't as packed are super packed now. That would be the smaller ones. But then you have stuff that people normally go to like crazy where they're just like, Meh, I think I'm passing on Coachella. And that's Coachella. And you have huge artists in Coachella just deciding I'm just not going to perform. Shout out to Kanye. So I think it just it's going to be hit or miss. I think since we said we're going to hit like the con scene and just see what's out there this year i guess we'll see how many people are caring but i don't i don't know what could be what's going to be bigger than what they already do you know see and that's what's weird to me um because they say they can they're they they're revamping and they're coming out back stronger uh next year for 2023 <clears throat> tyler what do you think Man, I think it's it's so it's so hit or miss with any any type of public gathering in a, in a venue like that, man. I mean, everybody has their opinion on what's safe and what's not safe. I just I think you got to do you, you know, at, at some point, I think it should be up to the consumer. I think everything kind of needs to at least in Texas here, most things are, are are back open. No one's really telling you what to do as far as like masks or where to go or anything. It's just like if you want to do it, do it. If you don't want, don't. So what part of Texas you at? I'm in Austin right now. Yeah, I got some friends all around that area and they basically said Texas has been its own continent when it comes to this whole pandemic. It's just been yeah. doing them. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's uh, it. it's something crazy, and you know, you good, DC? Huh? Oh, I was gonna ask you, what did you think? I was just wondering if you could, because I seen you getting your gear together. Yeah, uh, came in yeah. late. My bad. Um, they had held me late at work, so it's been a good week for me. But it's like we gotta do something to knock you down a little bit. Um, no, but as far as E3, uh, what happened was the pandemic set it down and then everybody started opening their own kind of things. Like Microsoft held their own events, Sony started doing their own events. Then you had like Bethesda just got bought up by Microsoft, started doing their own things. So everybody was like, why wait for E3? We can, we can just host our own things, cut the middleman out and get the people what they want a lot faster. So that's why E3 that's is another question. because nobody is really going. Like everybody's like, well, we're going right. to do our own thing because the point of coming to y'all when now social media has made it to where you can just reach the people where they at and i ain't got to pay you See, now I can un- the table and stuff like that especially if they don't have to travel in some place where they're yeah, going to do it close enough because i don't know the travel the overhead and then they can take a little more time to build out the game because they ain't got to rush till june they can do their own thing in july when the game is fully fleshed out as opposed to trying to rush because the A3 was like June 23rd, like the 24th through that weekend. So everybody was trying to rush to get their games together. Yeah. And some of them wasn't ready. And you could tell by, you know, the way they came out in the poor receiving. But now game companies get a chance to actually take their time, breathe. They ain't got to go nowhere. So the travel is light. 
they can just do their own thing and just really have a whole week dedicated to just them as opposed to sharing the stage with Sony, Microsoft, you know, and all these other companies. So it gives you a little one-on-one now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that uh, DC said it's it's taking it a little bit to the point where it, and, and this is it's hit or miss. Like like Tyler, even Tyler said it, it's hit or miss now. Um, we've seen a rash of games get consistently back, and some of them like Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, you know, kind of fell flat on its face. You know, due to it, you know, still having glitches, still having bugs, not really kind of performing. I think the only one that's kind of really outperforming right now is uh, Elden Ring. You know, they kind of are making their way right now. You know, it's probably the most complete game they got out there. You still have problems with the Avengers. You still have a lot of problems with some of the other game systems not being able to, I don't know, meet the mark. I don't know. So... I don't know what E3 says they actually have planned for their for the following year or how they right, can even definitely. yeah is I don't see how they can pull it off. I really don't. I think it's if you keep so waiting weird. what DC saying is going to just get bigger with these smaller um businesses and and local people that decide I'm just going to do my own thing and I think people are craving that kind of intimate a local experience now, or at least something they can drive a couple hours to rather than flying, hotel, all that shit is daunting. And then people's pockets are still burnt out. So it's like... Yeah. It's still going. Right. Um, in other news, yeah, in other news, WrestleMania 38 kicked off this week, this past weekend. And they did something a little different. They Instead of one day, they went two days. Uh, Triple H opened it up. Uh, you know, that's it. Yeah, as everybody know, as as you say, nah. what you say, D? Nah, they they they've been trying to um, do this two weekend pay per view thing for a while now, uh, because you know you got mm-hmm. AEW coming in the game, so they taking over, so they really trying to stretch that uh, power out uh, market and really trying to tap into the pockets. Which I mean, it's, I guess it's a smart idea because instead of doing it one on Sunday, you can you know what I'm saying get five matches on Saturday, five on Sunday, as opposed to trying to smack ten into one whole show. So yeah. it stretches it out, gives the people a little more to do. Yeah, here's something. Without the sound, of course. Uh, you know, Triple H stepping into the ring, you know, he's retiring. Um, due to some heart conditions and and Pretty heartfelt, you know, to see the, the big man uh, step down, but it was for a worthy situation. Uh, he left his boots in the ring along with the microphone, which is kind of a nice test, uh, a touch to kind of leaving your mark, you know. Um, it was it was pretty eventful, you know, for the most part. You know, you had a you had a couple pretty good match, matches going on. Uh, which one was that? Yeah, some of them were, you know, but I like the uh, I'm, I'm, Bianca Belair uh, Becky Lynch match to me was probably the best match of the whole Saturday night. Um, yeah, just here's here's like a Bianca Belair there, here's your the winning championship, and the way she came out with that right. fucking uh, TSU band, woo, <laughs> I think that's something that we we really don't get to see too much of, and. Knowing that this is something uh, we can really get used to, 
you know, seeing a lot more, uh, it's actually a lot more female wrestlers, just not just in, in WWE, but in EDD, AEW, and NXT, and all of them, really. They're really starting to step up into their own, and it's kind of helping, you know, to find out that they are really doing good. Cody Rose makes a return. Yeah, Cody Rhodes made his return. Show it up. There we go. Yeah, he makes his return. And, uh, you know, after leaving WWE to go start AEW, help start AEW because he didn't like where his character was going, to not really having a contract with AEW. Or, I'm sorry, with, uh, yeah, with uh, AEW. And apparently working out a deal with Vince and the team and coming back. It's a, it's a nice, nice touch, I guess. You know, he, he was all dramatic. Uh, we had uh, uh, Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns match, which uh, Roman Reigns sustained a, bit, a pretty good injury uh, due to the, the lock that uh, Brock had on his, on his shoulder. And it showed because uh, he is he now, died. what's that? Inter- yeah, yeah, yeah. because he, he's supposed to show up on SmackDown this Friday, so. Um, he just showed up on Monday. I don't know, you, yeah, yeah, I was watching it last night. He showed up on Monday, you know, like the last what 10 15 minutes. He's done, you know, coming out with Paul Hyman. Pretty much again, with yeah, he's, he's been running it for the past year now. He's been running it. Well, no, they keep flip flopping. We're gonna have one temp, then we're gonna have two temps. Now we got one temp, and in two years, we'll have two temps. Yeah, it's a revolving door. Uh, it is a revolving door. <laughs> But what do, what I mean, do you see? The what WWE, do you see? Well, here's the, the WWE has this problem where they get complacent and then they try to do something drastic. And then if that don't work, they'll do something even more drastic. And then if that don't work, they'll drag out like four old ass wrestlers with bad knees and try to, you know, prop them up. Uh. And <laughs> go burn. Yeah, it, it, some of the heights. That's where the Johnny Knoxville, the Johnny Knoxville one is such a, uh, uh, it's, it's a cliche cliche match. It is. That's been something that's been going on a lot lately. I think with, uh, WWE and I think they've been trying to change that image, but I don't know how well it's received at this point. You got eight, you got AEW who is the kids on the block, but they, Got a lot of talent. They car gear. They do. They got a lot of talent from WWE. So it's, ah, uh, you know, I could talk about this all day. Let's move on. Yeah. It was all right. It was all right. <laughs> Propping it up like it was the granddaddy of them all. It ain't been that for a while. I mean, they had some decent matches. Um, you got to see um, a lot of black women get their shine on Sasha Banks and uh, Naomi are the tag team champions. Like I said, mm. Bianca Belair stole the show. Um, Bobby Lashley and Omas had a good match. Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar was predictable because I already knew Roman Reigns was going to win because he's making him mm-hmm. too much money right now. They built the he is, he is for him. Yeah, <laughs> what he said, a billion dollar machine at this point. Yeah, they like they running his head, like he's SmackDown is his, you know, Fox is his. Like, he, they just put a blank check in front of him, like, please just show up because his character is killing him right now. <laughs> 
So here was here 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 was when I was actually. Yeah, yeah. Oh my bad, to. I forgot they propped up Stone Cold's old ass with them bad stunners, man. That was it was Box City. Yeah. <laughs> Why you do him a boy was, like that? Because he his it was it was, was entertaining though. Slow as shit, like you could have moved out the way and sat back, and he still had stunners yet. <laughs> he had some stuff. No, is, is it his right. old stunners? Or is it nah, the way he is it the way the, the, the opponent sell? Is the delivery? It, <laughs> is it the delivery? delivery? That is the old what, Stone Cold man. What about, what about the over the overselling of the stunner? <laughs> yeah, that's getting old too now. Nobody sold it like the Rock, and they now everybody trying it. But I mean, it was good. Yo, to everybody has been no selling it though. I know. I didn't watch any of this. Did you watch this, PT? Yeah, I watched. No, I didn't get a chance to watch. I just watched some of the highlights the day after. But okay, are you are you like a wrestling fan? I used to be after the Attitude Era. I kind of amen. I, I, I kind of bowed out a little bit. Fell, fell out like the rest of us. <laughs> you ain't missing much. <laughs> uh, who is? I want to pick your brain some more because we're the ones kind of quiet over here. Uh, who's your favorite? Uh, back then. I was I, I was always a Dwayne guy. I, I, I oh, he said Dwayne. You gonna I, put a government? I, 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 I love me some DJ. I, I oh, oh, y'all like this? Y'all like this? Yeah. I knew him as the Rock, but you know, you know, yeah, the, You have a connection. <laughs> I respect the connection. Well, do you do y'all remember like when he kind of branched off into Hollywood? Mm-hmm. I think I think his first movie was The Scorpion King. Like, that's what I thought. I think it is too. And his, one. Yeah, yeah, his name on there in the, in the title, like in the credits, was The Rock. And then, like, he made this whole big deal about coming out and saying, I don't want to be known Dwayne. as The Rock anymore. Yeah. I want to be called Dwayne The Rock Johnson. So I was like, was okay, okay. From <laughs> you wrote that down that day. <laughs> let, me, let me take notes. Right away, sir. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> that. He's still The Rock. I don't know. But no, but no The uh, Rock. I think... That, that whole time frame, like that was the golden age of wrestling. Like if you were young mm-hmm. and you were growing up, you had like Shawn Michaels, The Rock, Stone Cold, or Triple H. You had Kurt Angle come on the scene, a young Edge and Chris Jericho. Mankind's old uh, bad body built ass was out there too. <laughs> um, yeah, it was a lot. It was it was beautiful. And now it's just it's more gimmick than it is substance. I still watch every now and then because my son, well, my son even got out of it, so now I'm just alone. Um, in it, but... <laughs> yeah, I fell out around the same time you said you did. I know some of the people because I got my kid into it as he started watching a little bit. So I was like, well, I know who John Cena and those little people are. But even after that, I was like, I am so out of touch. Like, I only know because of pictures. So I'll pay attention to the women. But I, I'm like, these guys, I'm like, I don't, I don't know who any of you guys are. Not the newer yeah. ones, but I think that I think it, they probably it, it, know that in that business. That's why they bring up bring all their people back from the dead because <laughs> they Speaking it's of which, uh you know it was it was Undertaker's last time in the ring. He said his advice Mark, Mark Galloway. The name. Yes, he is the man. The, no, Mark Galloway. It, uh, uh, how do you Mark say uh I've never seen a dead man cry? I never seen a dead man cry. And and that's what he did. And I didn't. I didn't. I forgot he had all those outfits too. He had like four or five outfits. Walked out in, in his all with all the outfits extra. <laughs> yeah, he, he, I'm like, good lord! I'm like, they was all yeah, propped up around him. Yeah, he um he put on his duster, 
which was probably his most his favorite one. He put on his duster and his hat and said, never said never, never say never, and walked out the ring. I'm like, never. all right. Now, what else we got in blurred news before we start bombarding Mr. Well, that's Lutz. it for right now because I want to I want to give this shine to Mr. Lutz or Mr. Lutz here. I want to give the shine to him because you are once I I said it earlier. You are a science middle school teacher, correct? Yes, sir. Okay, and a martial artist as well as a Power Rangers fan. Now, let's talk about how all of this incorporates into you teaching the next generation. How did you get into, I think you got into Power Rangers like all of us got into Power Rangers. So how did this, how did this work out for you? So all the way back to 93, when, uh, when Power Rangers first, first kind of came on the scene. Uh, I, I like to tell people that my Power Rangers journey was kind of like my social journey. I started off as a dreamer and then I became a worker and then eventually I grew into a leader. Um, as a kid, like like we all did, we watched it on TV. And I used to see some of the action both in and out of costume and think, man, that is so cool. Like, I, I wanna do that someday. Maybe not in the same capacity on TV, but um, how cool would it be to be admired and, and respected in the same way that those five, eventually six teenagers with attitude were um yeah you know i grew up in in a teacher's household both my parents were teachers so it was kind of my destiny um <laughs> I, I i was bullied quite a bit in elementary school i was you know what what they call a a try hard you know i kind of just walked around the halls with my head down um i dressed a certain way that kind of got me a lot of negative attention um, got picked on quite a bit. Um, and just, you know, overall I was, I was viewed in a negative light because I was quiet and shy, a little socially anxious, uh, made good grades, you know, just a real studious nerd type kid. Um, and eventually a few things happened where I just decided, you know, I don't want to be, I don't want to be this kid anymore. I kind of want to take control of, of the situation here. And, and it's the same thing that I always tell my students in martial arts. I tell them, you, you train in martial arts not to beat people up, not to hurt people, but to be the one in control of a dangerous situation, should it ever happen, right? And, and that's kind of what got me into it back in, in, in middle school, like late elementary school, early middle school. I just kind of wanted to take control of, of the situation that I was experiencing every day. Um, kind of being the target of a lot of a lot of negative attention, um, and that's that's kind of where where it started for me. That's dope. Um, so you've taken this now. Is this this is also the I guess the birth of you starting martial arts? When did you start doing martial arts? So I started boxing when I was eleven. Um, yeah, so I've been I've been I just turned thirty three, so I've been at it for about twenty twenty two years now. Um, that was the first thing that I started doing was was boxing. I think you know from the waist up, it's it's the easiest form of martial arts to learn if you have no experience in that field. Uh, and yeah, I just I fell in love with it. I started playing sports, and that's kind of where I started becoming a worker. And then the attention started changing. Right, 
I started getting mm -hmm. positive attention from guys and, and positive attention from girls. And um, yeah, that's that was new for me. Um, but that's that's kind of what what led me into it. When I started getting that positive attention, I was like, OK, maybe maybe this is what it's about. Maybe this is what I need to keep doing. And as weird as it sounds, I explored more martial arts in the beginning just so that people would respect me, not because I liked it, if that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, it does. Yeah, and everything yeah. you shared, it makes sense. I'm going to like in between Chris's questions, going to interject a little bit because I know I'm on limited time, but I'm going to be all up in your business a little bit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> when, if ever, uh, when's the last time you, you maybe felt like you were going to lose your cool or have you ever like lost your cool where you're like, you know what? I could really like just rock somebody's shit right now. Like y'all don't know who you messing with. Do you ever get that feeling or are you in just control? I think he froze. It looks like he did. He looks like he did. Did he free? Yeah, he froze. That was him. <laughs> not a, not being in control. <laughs> That's it's a method. Uh, yeah, uh, it, it seems that, that his uh, martial arts training uh, has literally made him almost like Drax. Where he, he man, <laughs> look, eyes open. The, he the stillness. The stillness. Steel. You won't even know I'm here. You won't even know I'm here. <laughs> I know, oh, he'll be back. They all. It was back. his blitz. Yeah, he'll be back. I know. Uh, shout out to yeah. all my subjects of Ymir because we're gonna give a shout out to Attack on Titan. Part one of the final season has just ended and it's been amazing. So anybody that's into that, if you ever want to chop it up with me, go ahead and find me on IG. It's at Candy B Cosplay so we can talk about how stressed out um, this whole series has had us. It's been yeah, so, so intense. Like, and the biggest debate now is like, is Eden Yeager wrong for basically going about destroying the whole world? And yeah. Anybody that's watched it, I'm like, is he? Because he grew up kind of rough, but then I feel like I'm making excuses for a psychopath. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, mm, oh my I don't god, know. Uh, it's, I don't, it's, a, it's, a, it's been a stressful week for the fellas. I don't get it. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's been a stressful life for him. So <laughs> I'm always down to uh, debate whether he's right or wrong, but that's probably what makes it one of the best animes I've watched in a minute it really makes you think like yo if i grew up like this and from jump i see my mom killed in front of me and everybody that i thought i could trust i couldn't trust and i can just have my people to decide and say hey i'm gonna look out for you guys everybody else has to go it does not seem like bad logic i'm like is he wrong considering I don't know. Considering, considering everything he's done I was like, I don't want to read ahead and ruin it because my son's like, hey, I could tell you what's going on. I was like, oh, don't tell me because I already know you read ahead. <laughs> I'm like, I'll, I'll wait the year. They already told us, like, get ready in 2023. Any, this is like nowadays you're a fan of any show. They're going to give you your full season or half a season. Then you're going to be waiting three to five business years to, to get in, to get the rest. And they, and we just wait. Someone was like, why do you, why do you think they do that? Because we're waiting. We complain the whole they time. Know, they know people gonna fucking wait. That's, Listen, no, we gonna wait and we gonna break then, the records. Here's the problem: they give you that weird ass cliffhanger and make you wait six years for it. We when we wait, 
And then we break all the records when it comes back. And they're like, oh, it had, The Witcher had 6.2 billion views. I know it did. Because yeah, we I had think it's been like six months to a year for that. I just think we a long time for it. It does do that. A lot, a lot of animes make you do this long wait. This huge long wait for a lot of... It, it do it put you on it put you it put you on edge. I'm sorry, it puts you on complete edge when it comes to any kind of anime. Like it, and then I think there was a, a I only experienced that when they had like a brief like writer strike. I don't know when that happened in the sitcom world and stuff. It was writer strike, so a lot of people's shows fucked up. Oh yeah. So it's like, what's going on with our shows? So that was messing up a lot of stuff. But I had never experienced with you my mean, anime. You you mean like when Heroes was on here and um, yeah, like I because that was the Lost, last biggest yeah. one that I remember, and it was like a lot of shows kind of got left all over the place, and then when they came back, season finale was weird <laughs> as fuck because you got people that wasn't writing on the shows, writing on shows. Hey, how are you? Good yeah, you had, you had you had you right? like, right? had like you weren't on this project when we started in '94. It's like I was—I'm an intern. Right. I was just hired. Like, I've been in the background the whole time, you know. <laughs> no, right. I don't know what's going on. Like the one know. kid, the one kid walked from one kid walked from Lost. He went through a whole growth spurt. It just—it was insane. Uh, that's, what happened to Judy, that's what happened to Judy Winslow. The writer strike. She went upstairs and they wrote mm-hmm. go upstairs and forgot Never to write back in the show. <laughs> Never came back. Like stuff went down, and like <laughs> speaking of which, you know the uh what's her name, Mary Jo Payton, who plays the mother. She said she would love to do like either a reboot or a continuation of Family Matters, but she said they got to bring her back. Like you got to bring back my baby. She was like she was on stage. She's like it was her and Roger Vail Johnson, and he was like you need to bring back my baby because what mother would not ask about where's her child at? <laughs> like y'all didn't say where she went. She just listen, and all of us in the 90s didn't care. Didn't give a fuck. Yeah. Didn't care. Nobody, no. nobody thought about it. Child, missing child, and nobody even better than Didn't care. Because the way they set up Urkel, right. he was supposed to be like Spike and Buffy, where you're kind of like a one season and done, we're gonna keep it yeah. moving. And he then you end like up taking over the show. So we don't we ain't yeah. got time Speaking for the rest. Which, nobody else. <laughs> we ain't got time for Luke. I heard I heard Belair uh on uh Bel Air. They talking about replacing the Aunt Viv already. Oh well, they they joked. There was what? somebody that did a perfect April Fool's joke where they had a picture okay, of Paula Patton. And yeah, yeah it was April okay, Fool's my bad, I fell for it. It was a picture was like, of Paula oh, Patton and the girl that played. I was like, if they did that, that would be very <laughs> on brand. But if anybody is watching Bel Air, thinking about it, Bel Air is actually really <laughs> fucking amazing. Um, I'm is, very surprised with how much I'm loving it. So that is a good one if you're trying to support. Listen, if you hated Carlton, if you thought Carlton you hated Carlton before, Jeffrey is a G. Jeffrey's like bomb, James yeah, Bond. Jeffrey. Jeffrey was a G before though. Oh no 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 no! This, this is, is true. Because Jeffrey, this time, this Jeffrey time, was he, a G he, and humble about his G. No no, he was humble oh, about okay. his G. So this this nigga right here. New one, new one is on it. The soup be popping. This Jeffrey, see, old Jeffrey worked for them. This Jeffrey works with them. It's a difference. Yeah, it's a difference of how they write them. I put you like this. There's, I it's put so you like different. This. There's a scene. There's a scene where Uncle Phil having some. It's a soiree. It's some kind of party, and Uncle Phil is there, and he's talking to some new guy, and he's not. You can tell Uncle Phil's not really feeling where this dude is coming from. He's trying to gauge him. He ain't trusting, right? So he, he, you know, he's like, nice to meet you, and he leaves. 
And as he walks off, before Uncle Phil, he, Uncle Phil asks him, he says, I want you to uh, find out about him. And, and Jeffrey says, I'm already on it. Like, he already got people. I said it twice because he was already on yeah. a guy. And then he said, yeah, I need you to look at him, too. He's like, I was already doing it. I'm like, damn. <laughs> so like, it's really, really like this dude. Like, what is like MI6 or something like this dude is like. But he'll just he disappear. He just and he wears suits as nice as uh, Uncle Phil. And Uncle Phil's a politician and he in these streets looking all like, you know, bomb in his custom. And Jeffrey is probably the best dressed person on the show. But, you know, you're the butler it's it's amazing they're doing a really good job actually like, what they call him the house really he's the house he's the house manager he ain't the butler he's the he's house not. manager that's what they call he's him. not i'm like yeah, I, was, the house butler. I ain't think i was gonna like it <laughs> i liked it a lot better than what i i thought i would so i hope they they continue with these seasons yeah i um yeah it's it's not it's you won't be disappointed see i think what it was everybody was trying to get the they they just knew it was gonna be like, oh, is they're rebooting it? Oh, that's not cool. And then like they 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 think it was gonna be jokey, jokey, fun, funny. They took it. They yeah, took I thought it was gonna be corny because uh that saved by the bell was corny. There he is. There he is. Tyler's back. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Okay, he's back. Tyler Lewis is back. Uh so where did you, you Candy? You were asking. Oh, I was just um, asking if you've ever had a moment where you felt like, or you actually did lose your cool, like in a physical altercation or anything like that. Mm, do you mean leading up to one, or after leading up it had to one? Begun? A leading up to one, or after, just anywhere in that kind of uh, energy, because you seem so centered and zen-like but i'm like has there been a moment where you're like y'all got me messed up <laughs> i'm just <laughs> yeah so as as silly as it sounds all the way back in fourth grade before i started martial arts um what was like the catalyst for me um of course there was a girl involved um i don't even know if you can call it dating when you're a fourth grader, when you're nine years old, it was intense. Notes and all. Um, yeah, there was there was like some verbal sparring going on between me and and another my my fourth grade rival, and I was actually the one who started this. I initiated it and said, "Hey, like, basically, stay away from my girl or." or else we have problems. Okay. And uh, he was like, okay, well, I, I want some problems. So where should we have some problems? And so you, you know what we did? You know, we, we, we met up at a spot. I used to walk to the middle school that my mom worked at. It was about a mile away from where I went to elementary. And uh, I made the mistake of walking alone. Mm. And he he took full advantage of that and and showed up with his boys and and handled oh, handled handled my business. So, uh, yeah. But after that, I didn't. That was the day where I was like, if if I ever get into another altercation again, I don't ever want to be the one on the bottom ever again. And I for sure was the one on the bottom, even though even though I I didn't have the numbers, it was it was bad, and I'm never gonna forget it. And I learned two lessons uh, that day. The first one was be prepared to defend yourself when when danger confronts you, and keep your mouth shut. 
All right. Those are the lessons I, I had like to you, learn. I feel like you. I feel like you missed a lesson because if you can take a stumping from five people, you don't touch it. Like I don't think people realize you get, you get monkey stumped the right way, it'll make you a better person. It turns you into a killing machine, but you ain't got not a killing machine. You know, like it turned you like you took you took a good beating and you lived to tell the story. That was that was his anti-hero origin story. Yeah, that, that was that was your that was your moment where you. Turned. That was your unbreakable moment. <laughs> that oh, man, it that was that turning point that turned you into the Green Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> it was that day. You know, it's it's funny. Yeah. The Green Ranger is actually one of my instructors now, Hanshi Jason David Frank. Um, oh, so yeah. it's amazing yeah, so you I mentioned that because I seen one of your videos uh, when he was teaching you about the nunchakus and how you're holding them and how to and I'm like oh he's getting lessons from Tommy Alva. Yeah, it is dope. <laughs> did you see there was one that he did for me on my birthday recently uh, where he, he was he was teaching you me I put. He he was. Uh, <laughs> I, I I actually asked him. There's a technique called the gunting technique, and he's on there like in a hotel room at night. I think it's like the second or third of my most recent posts on Instagram. But yeah, he he was going through the whole flow, the trap, the trapping hands, and everything. And I was like, man, this is so cool getting getting lessons on on camera from from the OG. Tell him when you next time talk to him. Tell him. He gave us the most stressful week of our lives. That <laughs> okay, was the longest week in history, man. And it was. It so his what? his first appearance, his first appearance, and he shows up in Angel Grove, and he's like, he's taking, he's taking Jason's girl. Or oh, Jason's you stupid! Ah, <laughs> you stupid! Yo, hey, that was a long week. I don't know about that. He still, he, that was the longest week of my life. Like. You don't. I got to be And I and at the same time, I can respect it because I've never seen anybody else jump into somebody else's ride, kick everybody out, and still whoop their behind. Now PTSD is the fact that he slapped Kimberly with her helmet on, like in her body spun. <laughs> I don't know if he was holding back punches like Spider Man be doing or what's going on, but I'm like that was wild. When you watch it. And when you're older, because my son got really into it, he watched like every different version of Power Rangers. I was like, I'm just going to stop after the first movie. You can keep going if you want. He stuck with it. And I jump in every once in a while because there'd still be some dope cameos coming from the original cast, which I thought was really cool. But I'm also like, this is an insane show. And we were just fine with it being the same formula over and over again. <laughs> like, it's, and it's still and it sold. It was so simple. Uh, we loved it. And it's still going. Is it? Is it? Yes. Yeah, it's still going. It's still going. Are they? Are they dinosaurs now? Or are they? I think it's Dino. I think it's Dino. I think it's no. It's Dino Thunder. I think it's Dino Thunder or Dino Fury. Dino Thunder was. Both of them been done before. I think. No, they're they're doing another one. It's another version. Yeah, they they went back to. Oh, I guess make your money. So Tyler. It's safe to say that the original the OG team is probably your favorite, correct? The OGs for life. Okay. So, if you had to pick another different a different Power Rangers team, and I'm going to give you the options. 
would it be Power Rangers Galaxy, Power Rangers Time Force, or the Alien Rangers? Not that one. (laughs) (laughs) He said no. Not that. Not the Alien Rangers. Them butt face looking ones. Yeah, their their uh, weaknesses was uh, dehydration of all things. <laughs> what is what is like time time force sounds cool. I'll be honest, I I haven't seen a single episode of anything other than Mighty Morphin. But Time Force looks like they uh, got some sweet gear. They they were good. Uh, time Force was good. Galaxy was actually not bad. I can ass Power Rangers. <laughs> and like the I picked the team. You know how you go to the Dollar Tree and you get them like fake the, ass toys? That's what they do. Like. The Dollar. <laughs> they do like the knockoff right. that you buy at Five Below. It's like six of them in a pack. It looks like. Did you say Five Below? Hey. Oh my god! Why did Green Ranger like look like he got like an electrician oh, outfit on? Like he work. Uh, like Is he that just Cinco? <laughs> it's definitely <laughs> like when Terry Crews had a baby. Like Tad oh my god. That I think that so, is Ocho Cinco. <laughs> <laughs> Tad, Tad Johnson out here doing it all, man. Tell me that one, Tad. Hey, Tad, you gotta get that paycheck. Sometimes you gotta get this your snoop dog. You gotta take the check. That's Tad Johnson, man. I don't give a damn what nobody's saying. That's sweet. <laughs> oh my god. Um so you said you've watched you pretty much watched just Morphin, Mighty Morphin original. I was going to ask you, uh, what was your, out of all of the series that they've ran so far anyway, uh, what was your best one? But you just watched uh, Mighty Morphin, correct? Just just Mighty Morphin, right? Okay. Because I know they had, they've had one like, this was a pretty dope episode where they've had very, every the multiverse. iteration. Yeah, pretty much the multiverse. I've seen that one. And there's another... Yeah, that this was a dope one, and it was the one where all the Red Rangers. Go up. Yeah, I was gonna say, was have y'all seen Forever Red? I have seen Forever Red. Well, that yeah, sounds for, Forever Red was dope. Forever yeah. Red was dope because that's what <laughs> Forever it makes you like. They had a whole okay, series oh, yeah, of like yeah, movies came back. Yeah, like it was yeah. a series yeah. or a movie. What's crazy about that episode? It was on the Austin, show. Okay, Austin oh, St. Yeah. John, uh, he was actually in my classroom as a guest speaker a couple of weeks before that episode was shot. He was he was real discreet about it because I was asking him in between classes, I was like, what do you got going on? What's what's your project schedule? And he was like, oh, I got a little something. I've been I've been trying to lose some weight. I've been cutting down. Um, and I was like, well, what do you what does that mean? What's a little something like y'all doing a series or another movie or what yes, you got to get that scoop. <laughs> he was like, I can't, I, I can't say anything right now. But then, sure enough, I saw Forever Red, and I was like, "Mother, that great episode." <laughs> it was uh, Forever Red was dope. Forever Red in the multi in that I we call it the more I mean DC called it the multiverse episode, but it was a it really <sighs> was because it was like Power Rangers, like obscure ass Power Rangers from like the seventies, eighties, nineties, two thousand, two thousand eight. Like they hey, they started like, who's it. All up? Up, yeah, like who's all gonna show up? Who is it? So, uh, 
do you watch any of the fan films that people make, like uh, Power Rangers Unworthy, uh, Combat in the Grid? Um, it's another one. They make a, a lot of fan films. As a matter of fact, I know uh, I know your teacher, uh, Jason David Frank, is actually filming uh, Legend of the White Dragon, which is not a Power Rangers movie, but it does star Power Rangers, people who've played Power yes. Rangers. Yeah, uh, I'm actually, I'm, actually a I'm dope, pumped uh, for that. Trailer I cannot for. wait to see that. So it, it's uh, they're, they're they have a lot going on. They have a lot going on. He, and, and Jason David Frey, he stays. I've seen him in person. Um, and I seen him at it was in Columbus. It was in Columbus, and this obviously before the pandemic. And I've never seen anybody command a crowd like that. And it it just had me, you know, I'm like, he he got up on the table because, you know, he's signing autographs and stuff. But he got up on the table and he had his dragon sword and he did the whole nine and just the crowd went nuts. And I was just like, oh, wow. They're really into it. It's like, you know, you can tell. Yeah. You know, just, there's, gotta, there's, gotta, very, gotta. there's very few people that when I get around them in person, I get like butterflies. I get nervous. Mm-hmm. Um, like almost like a, I don't want to say scared, but just like, you know what I mean? The feel like, like the feeling you would have if you got around like Dwayne Johnson or Chuck Norris, um, right, just legends in cinema. And right, the, the, <laughs> the two people, the two people that I, no matter how much time I spend around them, Jason David Frank and Austin St. John, like there's just something about their presence, the way they carry themselves, or I'm just like, man, I'm glad that you're in a good mood when you're around me because I would not <laughs> want to see your bad <laughs> Here's some of the pictures that you yeah I've done that you sent me and some of the people you've met in DC. That very last one, I'm just like, I am so jealous. Well, I- <laughs> yeah, there's old Jason Hanchi, Jason David Frank. Cool dude. Just to say, just to say, Tommy Oliver's your, your, your Hansi is just. It's like a that's a flex. <laughs> that's what it is. That's what a, that's a whole flex. <laughs> so it, it, but it's dope. Um, I really like that he's still embracing. What's next it. for you? Yeah, Walter Jones. <laughs> so what's next for Tyler Lewis? Uh, well, I just. I just moved to Austin this this year. Uh, I I had been teaching in the Dallas area, and I just took a job out here. Something something opened up last minute, and it was kind of like my dream job. So I packed up and moved to Austin in a period of two weeks. Uh, and yeah, I'm all I love Karen Ashley. Oh, you son so, of a- so so nice. <laughs> um, yeah, sorry, I got distracted there. Um, <laughs> it's Karen like, Ashley is very easy for you. For you. <laughs> I, we don't blame you. Uh, <laughs> um, hey, Karen. Young Karen, I like. <laughs> oh, my goodness, shut up. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, oh, wow. yeah, to answer your question, Chris, for, for me, what's next? This new campus that I'm at, I love working for the principal that I have now. He's he's very creative, but also he doesn't micromanage. He comes in and he says, hey, 
Lutz, this is what I need from you. This is what I need you to do, but you're the teacher. I'm not the expert in the classroom, so I'm going to get out of your way and let you do your thing. Um, it's, it's so nice to have a leader like that who lets me be creative in the classroom and also who lets me take risks. And one risk I'm going to take next year is starting a martial arts class as an elective uh, in the school. So, yeah, that's like that's like, you know, for for kids who are in band, they have their thing, the artists, the theater people, the athletes. But there's never really been a class specifically dedicated to somebody who is already in martial arts or who has always thought about it, but been hesitant for whatever reason. So I want to give that opportunity to kids who are in martial arts already, but also kids who have thought about doing it, but have have hesitated for one reason or another and just kind of open it to everybody. So I'm excited for that next year. That sounds cool as hell. So, no. well, He's going to keep going. I know I got a role. I will stalk you on social media. I believe I followed you as soon as he reposted um, that he was doing an interview. I love a guest that actually reposts that they're going to be on the show. Amen. Oh, you yeah. boys. We love that. Good. <laughs> I'll Can talk to everybody. So, Tyler, I know you said you, uh, you've worked with the, is it the entire cast or just certain cast mates from the uh, show? And in what capacity yes. besides obviously being trained by Jason Day Frank? Uh <laughs> um, yeah, so the two that I've actually done the most with would be Austin St. John and Karen Ashley. Uh Austin I got involved with a, a few years ago. I kind of just blew up his inbox until he answered me. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> But, but yeah. yeah, I mean, take notes, take notes, take notes. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, so I started working with him by asking him via email, uh, is there any way you could come out to my campus and speak to my kids? Because I worked in a Title I environment, a lot of economically disadvantaged kids. Um, most of the kids that I worked with were, um, Hispanic or African-American students who just were either all in as far as being involved in something or all out and just didn't want to be in school. They were just there to exist because they had to. Right. So I, I reached out to Austin and asked him to come and kind of give the kids a shot in the arm. And uh, he was like, yeah, for sure. Let me check my schedule and let me let let's make it happen because he he's local in Dallas as well. And then the same was true oh, for Karen. Okay, cool. Yeah, the same was true for Karen. I kind of just reached out to her and um, she she actually did a Zoom or not a Zoom, a Google Meets call with my kids during the pandemic. She did her appearance in my classroom on camera and come to find out through through the grapevine their appearance manager is actually the stepbrother of one of my younger brother's ex-girlfriends in high school. So it was, it was like so a it's, weird it's a connection. Yeah. It was like a weird random power Rangers connection um, from my family to theirs. And it kind of just worked out like that. Huh? DC got the same look and I got the same thought. Reach out oh, to I'm sorry. I, oh, okay. I, 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 
I don't think we were on the same page. We just had similar looks. I was more just. Not bad. <laughs> uh, so you're 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 starting a job in in Austin, Texas, correct? Yes. Uh, employing employing new uh, elective for martial arts. That's dope. Uh, and it, it just reminds me of some of those movies we used to see, like in the eighties and nineties, where you always have that kid who, like you said, wasn't all in because he had no focus. And this allowed him to have that focus. So he has something to kind of draw draw that out. And it makes him do better in other areas of his life for that duration and hopefully for the future. So that's dope. Uh, you working and, and having these connections to our childhood, basically, is amazing. And we thank you so much for coming on, man. Like, I wish you but the best of luck. Got home here. Doors always open. Uh, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram. My handle is at Lutz Universe. Yep, there it is. Uh, Instagram is kind of my bread and butter. That's what I use most often. Um, yeah, I, I do have Facebook. I, I use my first name on Facebook. You can just search up Tyler Lutz on Facebook. I don't use it as often as Instagram. So yeah, if you really need to get at me, and Instagram is is the fastest way to do so. Right. Uh, DC. This can't be stepped out. Talk to him. Right. <clears throat> oh. Uh, uh, where to begin, <laughs> man? Uh, um, been a hell of a two Big moves. Uh, I'm try, yes, trying it to is. be humble about <laughs> everything, but I'm at the point to where I feel like if I don't let some of this energy out, I'm going to explode. So I just need to say to the people who thought what the shit wasn't going to make it. We on the internet radio, baby. We signed a deal. We out here. We started Monday. Um, so Monday, we're actually on two days, Mondays and Thursdays. You get to hear us uh, throughout your day. If you go to opulentsradio.com or if you have Alexa or Google Assistant, you download the skills play. You can say, hey, Google, play Opulence Radio. Hey, Alexa, play Opulence Radio. And guess what? Boom, here we are. Um, also, we have something else uh, in the works. Um, I need to actually get on that yeah. tonight so I can get that going. Um, tomorrow <laughs> night, we have Suicide Holler, Apprentice Johnson. We're going to be talking about music and prison reform. We'll be live on Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube. Uh, we have two movies to give away. One going to be on during the show. The other going to be on IG Live. So you got a chance to win one or two movie nights on us. So uh, that's that. Um, I just want to say what's up to my third grade teacher, Magliano. Yeah, bitch, you thought I was going to make it. Here I am. I'm about to be oh out here God. everywhere. Um, I just need you to know that that pep talk that you gave me when you said, Darius, nobody likes you. You were wrong, motherfucker. Everybody likes me and they love me because I have a winning personality. You just kissed my ass. Um, you were a horrible teacher. You were smelled like little men walked outside. Stepped in some motherfucking shit and walked on your tongue. What? Wait, 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 drive. wait. What was the? What's the head bar? Outside the stepping. Yeah, that's some stepping in shit. Okay. Yeah. So oh shout out God. to her. Um, <clears throat> no, nah, but it's just a blessing to. Um, oh, and we top ten for the second week on Good Pods. We was at number three. We holding steady at mm-hmm. ten. I take it because out of a hundred podcasts. 
you know, we're number 10. So independently, we out here doing our thing. Um, and please you know, check out, what's it, episode 50, the Father's Day episode? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, the Father's Day episode has been one of the best episodes just because of the way everything went down in this episode. Um, if you haven't seen the video, please check out the video. Um, it is well worth your money. Um, a great group of guys who I've grown up with. Um, I've always wanted to get a chance to people I've grown up with, give them a chance <clears> to come on and just talk, you know, and get some exposure. Not because they need it, just because I feel like, you know, I, I want to give back to people. Um, big on showcasing talents and all that. So I had a chance to have some guys that I grew up with, all fathers. Um, just sit down and shoot the breeze and talk about being a father, you know, some of the shitty gifts that the kids give them. <laughs> kids, stop doing the, el- and eating cold stop fries. Doing the elbow macaroni um, <clears throat> thing. That's 2022. That sucks. It's the worst gifts ever. Unless you like socks. It's, infla- it's inflation out here. The macaroni costs money now. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. You need to eat macaroni. <laughs> right. No, but um, yeah, I, I got to say thank you to everybody. Um, stuck with the show uh, from the beginning till now who's grown with us as we've grown um, I've learned a lot doing this um, I was unprofessional uncouth, just an asshole with a tip of my shoulder um, now I'm kind of um, I wouldn't say doing my own deals or you know what I'm saying but I'm out here doing things that somebody who's been in the game two years probably ain't doing um, and that's just being now that's not easy and trying to brag or anything is just I've learned a lot by failing and almost quitting so many times but I can't remember that if I quit somebody else you know just gonna take that spot and it's not a spot I want (laughs) to give up but it ain't just that I have a lot of people that you know like what we do and they feel like listening to us helps their day so to me that means a lot I will forever be grateful that they allowed us to help change them um, or help make their day better. I wouldn't say change them. I don't think change them. At least not like we are. Uh, well, more <laughs> needed. <laughs> we can be a little bit rubbish. Uh, and I'm yeah, using that term lately. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't want to be Joe Rogan. Um, but no, I just I, I enjoy what I do. Um, I've lost a lot of people. <clears throat> Lost a lot of time and gained a lot of knowledge, but it's something that I would never not be grateful doing. Because um, I'm in a position right now, by the end of this year, it's going to be amazing. Yeah. That's it, man. You know, shout out to Apples Radio. Um, I think our show is becoming the flagship of, of that station right now. Because um, it's Monday and Thursday show, right now. We're the only show on that network with two nights. <clears throat> <laughs> um, he heard all day. Like I listened Monday, and I just kept hearing us. There was, you know, a couple shows in between us, kind of break up. You know what I'm saying? Um, so people wouldn't get tired of my annoying ass voice and me talking shit to him. But, um, ah, man, it just feels good to be played two days and have a a, a slot dedicated. Yeah, shout I out don't. to Apple's Radio. Shout out to Armand. She's a savvy businesswoman. Um. And her had some great conversations. Helped the station grow because it was it started as a as a station in Africa, and now she's trying to do the American version of it. So we're really starting on a ground up with her. So as they grow, and we grow, they grow as well. So, All right. 
Well, besides what the shit happened movie nights, we also got movie nights. We have three movie nights, so here's the here they are. Check them out. The Contractor, starring Chris Pine, is now in theaters and available on digital and on demand. When a discharged elite special forces sergeant by Chris Pine is desperate to provide for his family, he contracts with a private military force and unravels a deep conspiracy, sending him on the run for his life. Buy or rent the contractor and watch it today. Rated R from partners at Paramount Pictures. If you would like to re- win a free digital code of the contractor, just type in hashtag the truth to win your free digital code and we'll get that sent right off to you. Own the all-new screen movie on 4K Ultra HD and Blu-ray starring Nev Campbell, David Arquette, and Courtney Cox. Scream is certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Own it today and get killer bonus content, including interviews with the cast, deleted scenes, and much more. Directed by Matt Bettinelli, Open, and Tyler Gillette. Rated R from Paramount Pictures. How can you get your free code, or better yet, how can you get your free physical Blu-ray copy? Of screen, well, just type in "Hello Sydney" for the next time in this show. You can type in "Hello Sydney" for the show. You don't have to say it that way. <laughs> uh, just type in "Hello Sydney" during the show, and you can get your free Blu-ray copy sent out to you. Thank you to our partners at Paramount Pictures. And last and finally, you can bring home Jackass Forever today on digital. Johnny Knoxville and the gang are back with new friends and celebrity guest stars for the most hilarious, outrageous pranks and dangerous stunts ever. Grab your friends and get ready to laugh until it hurts. Don't miss a moment of the action and keep the good times rolling with bonus never-before-seen stunts, including buy on digital, rated R from our partners at Paramount Pictures. How can you get your free digital code here from us? Free on the house? We'll type in the hashtag #WeMan <laughs> to ruin your free digital code. And thank you once again from our partners at Paramount Pictures for Jackass Forever, The Contractor, and the physical copy of Screen on 4K Blu-ray. Thank you once again. So, and thank you to our, our guest, Tyler Lutz. Uh, dope, dope person. You need to check him out. Give him a follow on IG. Show some support down there in Texas. Uh, if you love Power Rangers, he's your guy to go to. If you love martial arts, guess what? He's your guy to go to. If you're in Texas and you have kids that's in school, guess what? He's starting a martial arts uh, elective class. He's your guy to go to. So, you know, check him out. Uh, and for being our guest, you get access to all three of these movies. I'll get you get you all that information out uh, after the show. But thank you, Tyler, for coming on, man. I really appreciate it, man. You are a dope individual. I love your message. I love what you're doing with it. And, and thank you for coming on, man. Thank you guys for having me. It was it was an honor. Love you guys. Y'all are y'all are doing some great things out here. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thanks. Uh, you can catch us everywhere on Blurred's Eye View. All one word. There it is on IG. You can check us out. And while you're there, go to the link tree because that's in the bottom as well. It takes you to all our little social platforms. And if you listen to us on any kind of podcast platform, you can listen to us on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, you name it. We're there. Uh, we got big moves coming up, coming in the way. Uh, you can also follow me on my personal IG page, Chris.Fury1, and TikTok, Chris Fury one where I do Motivational Mondays, and I also will be doing comic book and comic character breakdowns throughout the week, so stay tuned for that. And as we always do, as we always end every show, 
man, I want to thank our guest once again. I, I can't thank him enough because it's just really, his message is just really dope. It's dope. Can we do can we do so, one thing before we sign off, Chris? Please. Yeah, Miss Magdiano, man, forget you. But teach uh, right. That? It would be an honor if all three of us could could hit a hit a morph together. It's it's morphing time. Okay. Hey, hey, I'm with it. <laughs> Are you doing that, DC? Uh, <laughs> he said he got to get the stretch out. <laughs> All right. All right. You know so you're ready. On, on, on the count of three, here we go. Right. One, two, three. It's morphin' it's time. Morphin time. Yeah, it's morphin' time, baby. Black Ranger. <laughs> I appreciate it, Tyler, man. It was so dope, man. It's been a while. He said it's been a while. Oh, man. <laughs> Until next time, where we talk to other blurs and nerds about the topics that only we can remember to educate yourself and others, entertain yourself and others, and most of all, encourage yourself and others. And tune in this Thursday as I'm doing a uh, two episode breakdown on Moon Knight, Disney Plus's new Moon Knight series. So tune in for that. So until then, 8 30 Thursday, what you got? One second. Um, no, seriously, on a good note, shout out to the teachers. Um, guys do not want to get paid enough sometimes you don't this get the respect true. you guys deserve or the recognition um i know i joked about and i made that deep draft she never there was never it's just something sorry i sold it though didn't i, I almost, did, almost did it i almost did a spit take <laughs> sorry i sold it very well no um she's my in my head a motivational tool that i use sometimes because i need a chip on my shoulder but no shout out to teachers everywhere um the things that you guys have to deal with sometimes or resources you guys don't always have to get the job done. Um, I commend you guys, especially the good ones who actually care about their students, want to see their students, you know what I mean, go to the next level. And I don't mean just sports. I mean just have the knowledge and the um, confidence. And sometimes your confidence is built into People don't realize that because you're not getting at home sometimes. You go to school and you gain confidence. You gain um, knowledge. So I want to shout out people. Yeah, maybe. Get them with the applause. There you go. Brand new applause brought to you by Rose. Yes, that's <laughs> We're moving up in the world. Uh, Tyler Lutz, thank you once again for coming on. Until next time, everybody, we are out of here. <laughs>